Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. At the tone, Pacific Daylight Time will be... It's 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. One step closer to my own personal hell. This is Primetime on Sports Radio 1080 The Fan. We expect the best. We're not afraid to break someone. Do you hear me? Primetime is your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Go ahead and clap. Mediocrity deserves applause. Isaac Rob, I'm miserable. I had to get up at 10 o'clock this morning. Jason Sakanik. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. Primetime on 1080 The Fan. All right. Welcome back. Hope you're having a nice little Monday. It's your sports bros. Uh, Rob, that's me. Big Souk is right over there. And Ryan Buckley is here. That is your trio. Uh, rest in peace, Mike Lynch. Yeah. And Bill Shonley. Two Blazer greats. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, a lot of comparisons there. There's no other way to, you know, I know one's been doing it a lot longer, but. You know. Many people have said Mike Lynch is the next Sean's. <clears throat> that sort of thing. Now, coming up tonight in the club, that's our uh, fun hour from 6 to 7. Everything else is not fun. Uh, the M&Ms are back in the news. <laughs> I love that we are so stupid in this country. Wait. That what we choose to fight you over. you stupid? Everyone. That uh, what we choose to fight over politically. What did we have going last week um, that people were freaking gas out? Gas stoves? Over? Gas stoves. Yeah. Gas stoves. Now it's like we're, we've got people now that are like, turning on their gas stoves like an AR-15. Like, come and take it! And now the new one is freak. We're back to the, the damn, M&Ms. Back to the damn M&Ms. Very controversial m God, grow up. Oh, and I've got great Animal Uprising news, too. Oh, always love Animal Uprising news. Oh, this one is, uh, this is peak Animal Uprising. It's pretty spooky. Um, and I have some audio that will blow your mind. Well, maybe not. I, I don't want to oversell it. But uh, I have audio of a competition that you didn't know existed. It blew my mind. Ooh. I love competitions where you don't realize that, it, that's, that, that it's, a, it's a thing and you can't figure out why it is. Oh, you're definitely going to have a problem with this one then. Okay. Well, I saw like that uh, that power slap league that's happening, like the Dana White thing. Have you seen that? Uh, no. Yeah. I he, mean, I knew he was yeah, doing it, he's, but I He started, and I don't know if this is his or if this was the old, like, this is just because they were doing these slap competitions. I saw... Slapping competitions. You just stand there. And you well, just open-handed slap? Op- yeah, you have to hold on to, like, the little podium, and then some dude just gets to... Straight arm or lady. I've or seen lady. the promos with some ladies. The dude that that won, it looks like his head has become an alien, like Nick Van Exel, like the lump on it. It's freaky. Like you, they are taking such abuse. It is horrific looking. Do you know what that guy won 
for having his face mangled to the point where you could not recognize him as a human being. 10K. 25K? Five grand. Oh. Wow. Five effing grand. for and, and the guy he was going against was like this 320-pound Siberian monster who he ended up beating, but who's, he turned his face into alien hamburger. And for that, <laughs> he won $5,000. What? Well, he's in on the ground floor. You know? what? What the is... clip I saw of the female competition, the one woman hits the other woman and she just collapses like a house of cards. So she do you have to folds. hit them right at a certain spot? Like, like, it looks like it's right, like kind of right at their jaw. I or don't like. I don't know the official rules, but it's open handed and you you have to like keep your arms straight. Oh, can you like, like you have to swing? Yeah, you have to swing. No, no backhand. Open hand. But the idea, like when when you think of a slap, you think of like Will Smith. No, 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 no. The the amount of force that these dudes are hitting or ladies. So it's a punch, but you can't have a close. It's fist. an open hand punch. Yeah, yeah. It's and just the the after effects of it. The people's faces are unrecognizable. Lips to the point you can't chew or swallow. Eyes that are swollen shut. Lumps on the side of your head like wait. a softball. And you win. This is if you win five grand. Now I'm intrigued. So. How many people are in the... How does it work? Like, do you just... It's as many slaps as you can take? Yes, until one person either passes out or quits. Oh, so you can tap out. Yes. So this guy got everybody else to tap out, or, yeah. or he knocked him out. Or he knocked him out. Knocked him out. <laughs> With a slap. With a slap. And nobody knocked him out. Yes, even though he should have, because they're saying that he's suffering like... Like, he's, like, in the hospital now. But hey, he's got five grand. Well, he Pay doesn't anymore because his hospital bill is probably fifty grand. Not to mention the the, oh, the permanent damage. But hey, he's got pride in five grand. And a lot of this goes on like over in the Eastern Bloc. Like, and this is big in Russia and like I Dagestan can see that. and what. And now, can you drink beforehand so you can numb the? I certainly, I certainly think the. What only... if you numb <laughs> the side of your face? Well, I mean, I like I, you get a dentist to. I suppose you could do that. But then, you know, you run That's the... That's got to be illegal. Although you run the risk of then just forcing yourself to get knocked unconscious. Yeah, I guess so. It, huh? It's horrifying to watch. There's a five and a half minute uh, YouTube clip of the highlights of the first episode that both of you now have. It's awful. All right, so uh, we'll have our NFL divisional dookie coming up next. Uh, we have yet to get to Jags, Chiefs, and we've got a lot to discuss about Cowboys, Niners. Uh, but right now, the hot five at five. Oh! Hot topics, hot opinions. Oh, golly, I'm hot today. And hot air. It's time for the Hot Five at Five. That's hot. The Hot Five at Five on Primetime with Isaac and Sue. No, I mean it. That's very hot. The Hot Five at Five with Isaac and Sue on 1080 The Fan. Number five. Ownership news. Uh, Angels owner Artie Moreno says he is no longer exploring a sale. Oh. Disappointing Angels fans everywhere. Is that Was he not getting the, the value? Because I thought that was, we were, again, going down those roads. Wonder he what he said. Why is that? Just, that's the only thing I can think of, right? Is that there's. He's citing unfinished business. What? Not being the worst team in the American Shocking League? Shocking the industry. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. He said, uh, he said, we realized our hearts remain with the Angels and we are not ready to part ways with the fans, players, and our employees. Is that code for, I feel like Major League Baseball is going to expand pretty soon and then I'm going to get a cut of that $3 ah, billion dollars worth of expansion money? There you go. Maybe right? so. Maybe so. Unless we hear about Jody Allen and she won't sell until the NBA's new TV deal. Jodes. 
Uh, Jeff Bezos, by the way, says he will consider selling the Washington Post in order to buy the Washington Commanders. Oh, all right. Why so that's, he's ramping his uh, bid up for that franchise. And they're saying that thing could go for eight. I think he can afford it. And by the way, you know Dan Schneider accuses Bezos of Number buying four. the Washington Post just so he could smear the Commanders and then eventually buy them. <laughs> did you Did you read that? I did not read. That. Yes, this is Dan, this is what Dan Schneider thinks. Well, you, you can smear me all you want if you're going to give me $8 billion for my team. Live Golf. Do you remember Live I Golf? I do remember Live Golf. Backed I by those care less about it. murderous Saudis and their blood money. Uh, it is not returning to Portland in 2023. Oh, right. Remember all the people raving about the Pumpkin Ridge event? Yeah, I mean, I, Joe Fish went out there our own, and he oh, said it was fantastic. Amazing. Well, um, they played at Pumpkin last July. Uh, Brendan Grace won uh, in the U.S. Uh, this year. Portland is not on their uh, on their schedule. They will be going to places like Tucson, Orlando, Tulsa, D.C., Greenbrier, and West Virginia. A couple of Trump courses as well. So Portland, uh, rest in peace. Live golf. And it's coming to uh, the CW, uh, so you can watch it after reruns of Felicity. Yeah. I've yet to see the, any details on that. I'd like to know what the, that entails. How much they're paying the CW, or is CW giving them like nine cents to broadcast those? I want to see. Uh, Lakers get forward Rui Hachimura from the Wizards for Kendrick Nunn and three second-round draft picks. Yeah, there was some talk that Lakers could be some free agent players, but they're gonna. They already said that they're trading with the intention of re-signing him, which is why Washington dealt him in the first place. So this will eliminate the Lakers out of being free agency players. Rui Hachimura averaging 13 points and four boards in Washington, uh, filling a need for L.A. Blazers blew it last night against the Lakers, but they get to lace them up again tonight, hosting the Spurs. And they suck, right? They've lost 9-11. Yeah. Second to last team in the West. I think the Blazers are favored by... Houston? Rockets. Rockets. I think the Blazers are favored by like seven and a half... Losers of 12 of 16. Dude. They blew a... They, they scored... They had a 40-point quarter, and they blew a 25 or 26-point second-half lead to the Lakers. They outscored them by 32 in the second quarter. What are they doing over I, there? Good I question. don't know. But now there's talk of... Uh, apparently, lineup changes are, are going to be coming. You just can't. Well, who are you going to... What does that mean? Well, like, I, they I, don't have I, any other players. I think Little will be inserted into the starting lineup for who? pretty soon uh, for Josh Hart. Oh. Ooh, that ought to change it. <laughs> It's not going well, wow. right? It's not what, going well. What a big well. shakeup. It's, it's not going well. Uh, it is a high ankle sprain for Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes. Andy Reid says he plans to play Sunday, of course. It was a fractured fibula for Cowboys running back Tony Pollard. He will need surgery. Uh, no surgery for Josh Allen's elbow. He's just going to rest and rehab that bad boy. All good news on the Bengals front. Both offensive linemen uh, that did not play against the Bills are improving and will be reevaluated later this week. Uh, Trey Hendrickson, meanwhile, x-rays on him, negative. Niners uh, running backs are both banged up. Both will be out there on Sunday, but Christian McCaffrey dealing with a calf contusion and Elijah Mitchell with a groin injury. Do you see where now, of course, the, the new call in the NFL is going to be banning the slide tackle? Yeah, because of Pollard and Mahomes. We are going to reach a point in the next two years where... Is that a real thing, though? There, people are talking about it. It happened with the horse collar tackle. 
we're going to reach a point here where you are literally not allowed to tackle anyone. You're just going to have to jump on their back and wait for you to carry them until they get tired and fall over. It's going to be like shoulders on torsos, and that's it. Like, I, I, I just, mean, hey, here's your target zone. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, no one, can, no one can tackle me. I don't know what you want defenders to do at this point. And the NFL coaching carousel, very latest, is that Sean Payton uh, reports are stating that Denver is the front runner to land him should he decide to coach next season. He is set to meet with the Broncos for a second time this week. He wrapped up with the Panthers today, and he will meet with the Cardinals on Thursday. Yeah, the report was is that he was very impressed by the Broncos. They were impressed by him. Russell Wilson even reached out to him to say, come on board. Now they're having the second meeting. It feels like there's a lot of momentum. Oh, and by the way, Sean Payton wants $25 million a year, and the Waltons are the richest owners uh, in professional sports in North America, so they may be willing to give him the $25 million. Are we sure that Russell Wilson didn't say, let's ride? I want nothing more than Russell Wilson to send Sean Payton a text message that says, come, come here to Bronco country, let's ride. And that Sean Payton rolls his eyes at him. Also, Arizona uh, talking with former Dolphins coach Brian Flores uh, today. Uh, our NFL Divisional Dookie is coming up next. We'll take a uh, closer look at what went wrong for your Dallas Cowboys. It is 513 on the fan. Broncos orange, let's ride. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. When does no one complain? Well, it's a day like this for the Dallas Cowboys again. Yep. They showed that stat, or maybe it was on ESPN. I don't think it was on the game. That was their 12th, uh, not consecutive, but their last 12 playoff appearances, they have failed to get out of the wild card or divisional round. Yeah. So they've not been to the conference championship. 95? 12 appearances. Yeah. And Since I, they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, 95 was yeah. the last time. And, you know, it's it's been, you know, but at the same time, there's a lot of teams that probably fall into that category, right? Getting to, to title games is is difficult. Getting to Super Bowls is difficult. Not if you're Andy Reid. Not if you're Andy Reid. He's been to now, he went to five in a row in Philadelphia. He's now been to five in a row in, in Kansas City. Um, Apparently it's not that hard. It's not, well, and but that's the thing. It's it's monopolized sometimes by, you know, a lot of the same teams and, 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 and greatness. So, 
if you're Dallas, Dallas is facing the same problem that a lot of teams are. And we just somehow make it unique to the Dallas Cowboys. But they're facing the same problem that the Arizona Cardinals are facing. They're facing the same problem that the Minnesota Vikings are facing. And that is that you have a good quarterback that you've paid a lot of money to that keeps you from filling out a roster like Philadelphia has, like Cincinnati has, because you're having to pay your quarterback thirty plus million dollars. And, and your running back. And your running back. That that one just that's a that's a bad contract. Um but that be over soon. They'll move on from him, hopefully. And you're stuck in this window where you've Derek Carr with the Raiders was like this. You're paying an elite you're paying a, a quarterback like he's Mahomes, like he's Burrow, and he's not because there's only five or six of those guys in the entire league. And so it creates other gaps on your team, and we keep waiting for Dak or Cousins or any of these guys to to be Aaron Rodgers, to be Pat Mahomes, to be Joe Burrow. But even Mahomes and Burrow and Rodgers fall short. Rodgers has, has won one Super Bowl. And so it's like you're sitting around and waiting for Dak to be something that he's not. And so it's the expectation. It's not the... You know, it, it, it's it's not the reality yeah, of the situation. It's the cowboy thing. It's the cowboy thing. The cowboys are always overrated. Everybody always expects more from yeah. the cowboys. And so now we're gonna sit here and be like, what can Dallas do? And you can tweak things and you can you can draft old linemen, you can draft receivers, you can get a back and this and that. But the 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 idea of moving on from Dak Prescott is now going to be the one where every cowboy fan I saw Skip Bayless was burning his Dak jersey and people are like, Oh, you need to move on from Dak. First off, I'd have to look at the cap implications. That may be impossible. But even if I told you that you could get rid of Dak tomorrow, no counties, everything just, you know, like it, like it never happened, where do you want to go? Like, what do you want to go do at the quarterback position? Yeah, they're stuck with him. Yes. But he, I've always thought of the Cowboys. It just seems like this is age-old as Swiss cheese. Like, they're really good, but they have holes everywhere. Yeah. And that was evident yesterday. It's not all on Dak. Like, look, they, they could have won that game even with holes. They could have won that game if Dak doesn't throw those picks. Yep. I, I I think it really comes down to that. If you really want to simplify it down to that or to one thing, it's that. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the first half, well, the first one, the first one sucked. But freaking Michael Gallup, I don't know what he was doing. That was, bad. but he quit on that play. Yes. But their defense held him to three. The second one was killer because you were driving yeah. to take the lead before the half, and you got the ball coming out of the the uh halftime break and you it also led to three more points for san francisco and i'll, I'll tell you this that one was it, really bad it is but i, I hate this because it sounds like i'm being a dak apologist and i'm not I, I'm, I'm really not in that i get it dak is not if, if you're waiting around for him to, to go to the oh. next level he is what he is but that interception the jimmy ward one if you go back and watch that, that is one of the better plays that, play. that you will see. Dallas had run this same little three-by formation multiple times in that first half, and they had gotten a first down off of it every time. San Francisco runs something very unique, and they can run this, this zone coverage with their two wide safeties because Fred Warner can play the deep middle of the field. You saw a couple times where he was running. He, once he ran with C.D. Lamb. It was an amazing play. And so what they'll do is they'll run Fred Warner off, and then they sit over the middle, and they have an easy little completion there. They had been running that, and it had been working. And the way the play was designed is someone is supposed to clear Jimmy Ward out. It was On this play, it was Schultz, who's supposed to run a little out and up, and it clears Ward out. Ward recognized it. It just was a hell of a play. He recognized it and broke on it. I, I know that you can sit here and say Dak has to see that. I'm telling you, that is well, one of the better plays. That's a that's an elite player that made an elite play. But look, they the Niners have a really good defense. Yep. 
but so did the Cowboys, and Purdy didn't turn it over. No, he didn't. So Dak just didn't play good. I mean, he was he's he, they just didn't. Nope, and, he did not. And if you're you're talking about waiting for Dak, I think the problem with Dak is sometimes he can look really freaking dazzling. Yep. Like like just last week, I almost feel like it's a rite of passage with the Cowboys to look great one week and they must look terrible the next. They're so weird in that way. But you talk about this a lot. You say this a lot when, whenever we're talking about the NBA. What do you say is the difference between good players and star players? Right? Consistency. Yeah. And well, that there's a true. there's a lot of guys in the NBA that can get you 20 a night, but the guys that can get it to you every night, you know, day yeah. in and day out. He's and, a bit like Jameis Winston. Sure. Uh, Dak. Yeah. In that it's that's a it's a little unusual just the the talent is really I mean, he's got a lot of talent. But the lows are so much lower. Like I just, I would rather have a more consistent guy who doesn't turn it over, yeah. who's less dynamic, than that. I get it, and it's frustrating because you, the defense brought it yesterday. They did everything they needed to do, and the other part of it is, you know, when I say Swiss cheese, dude, their skill position guys absolutely suck outside of C.D. Lamb. And that's their own fault. Yep. They let Amari, Car Amari Cooper go, yep. and then they had bad luck and Tony Pollard going down. Yep. You know, once he left that game, how are you going to get the ball to CD? Like, you, if nobody else, like, the Niners know that. You, you, they know Zeke Elliott runs like he's got a <laughs> wagon hitched to his back. Like, that guy's slower than molasses. Yep. I mean, not all of it is on Dak. That, a lot of that is on uh, the fact that they are just not as dynamic at the skill position players as obviously the Niners or some of these the, other teams. The fact that they were all in trying to go get Od or, uh, Odell Beckham is all you need to know that they needed more weapons and they're not there. And this is the this is the problem with Dak or Cousins or any of those guys is that when you pay a quarterback the amount of money, and by the way, they can't get rid of him. I looked, unless there's some sort of weird trickery like with Aaron Rodgers' contract, um, if they move on from him this year, it's a $89 million cap hit. So... After next season, after 2023, there's an out at about 40 mil, which you can break up over two years. You can do that if you really want to. But when you when you pay a guy like this, it, it hamstrings you. It, it, it hamstrings you when you pay an elite quarterback. But this is why I said you have to be careful about throwing big money at good, not great quarterbacks. But this is the MO of the league. We do this every time, and then we want to sit there and complain that these guys aren't good enough to elevate rosters that are, are sub uh subpar to the to the to the other ones out there and it's like this weird cycle we get into and then we're gonna bash Dak when the reality is this is who he is it's not great it's not bad he just needs a better team around him but to your point even at 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 his level which is good not great you you can't have these these sorts of games. You just you, well, you can't. Just, it's, it's a killer. Like, do you think? So I'm looking at all the quarterbacks who make forty million or more average per year. Yeah, and there's not that many of them. So here they are: it's Dak, Stafford, Carr, Josh Allen, Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, Dangerous, Aaron Rodgers, and Kyler Murray. That's mm, it. That's it. Is he better than Carr? Like, would you rather have Carr? I think I'd rather have Carr. I think I would too. And I think some of it is. That Dak, it seems like one of his downfalls is not seeing the field very well, yeah, or being just too a little bit too slow. This is what Joe Burrow has in spades. Joe Burrow seems to just make the right play and the right decision faster than everyone else, right? Yes, he's just got that. He's that Peyton Manning. He's just a he's a wizard up there. He's yeah. a maestro. 
Dak has a lot of talent, but it just seems like that's that's the problem. Just missing things, you know, like a split second late. I mean, the game moves fast, right? Yep. Not, not all these quarterbacks, like even like a Purdy, is processing things just a just a split second faster to the point where he's making two fewer mistakes. You know, it's it's that minuscule of a difference, and I think that's the problem with Dak, which is why I would take a lot of quarterbacks over him, not because he lacks talent. It's just I just would rather have a more of a known quantity back there that I know is going to make the right reads and see the field better the more of the you know, more of the time. Yeah. That's really it. Yeah. But if you look through just I'll even go like the top fifteen quarterbacks. Half to three quarters, I don't want at the salary of which I'm paying them, but you don't really have a choice. So you know, your top Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, no. Kyler Murray, no. Deshaun Watson, no. Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, yes. I'll take Rodgers. Uh, yeah, it's just, you know, right you now said it's... no? No, no. Russell Wilson, no. Aaron Rodgers is yes. Aaron Rodgers, yes. yes. Russell Wilson, no. no. Who else? Kyler Murray, no. no. Deshaun Watson, no. No. And then Mahomes, Allen, yes. Of course. Derek Carr, no. Dak, no. Uh, Stafford, to me, is no. Cousins is no. Golf is no. Wentz is no. Matt Ryan is okay, no. Okay, but you're you're past all of the elite guys. See, that's but like, that's my point. We're we're into the top fifteen. See, some of those guys I would take. So, okay, put it this way: I think, and as as much heat as Dak Prescott is getting today, I think it's possible that the Cowboys could win a Super Bowl with Dak Prescott. I think so too. Therefore, I don't have a problem with the money. Uh, Stafford, of course, he just won one. Car, I'm with you. I, I think I think you could you could win one with Car. The interesting one there you mentioned is Cousins. Mm-hmm. Dak. A lot of people compare Dak to Cousins in a sense that as good as they can be, they're going to cost you in the end. Yeah. And I don't I don't know if I'm ready to go there with Dak just yet. I would need to see him with a loaded roster and then screwing it up on his own. But that's an interesting comparison because, and that that ultimately is why you would take Carr over Cousins yeah. or like, well, Wins is shot. But who <laughs> else did you mention? Oh, Goff, Goff over Goff. Cousins. Yeah, and Tannehill's know. in there. And see, I'd take Tannehill over Cousins. I I, I feel like yeah. See, and I wouldn't. Yeah, maybe not. I guess I just view quarterbacks. Like I just this. I'm just saying if if you feel like you can win a Super Bowl. Even though the quarterback is not elite, if you can win a Super Bowl with him, I'm okay with the salary. Hmm. Yeah, I guess I'd have to be okay with it because there isn't another choice. I view quarterbacks like the housing market in San Francisco or any other city. If we all went down to San Francisco and we were like, hey, we're making our same money and we got to live in San Francisco, wouldn't every single one of us go down there and look around and be like, what in the hell? I gotta pay. I gotta pay seven million dollars for that. But then you look around and be like, "Well, where else do you want to go?" There is no other choice. So in this league, we've we've yet to see the team that has the a quarterback like Cousins or Dak or Kyler or any one of these. We've yet to see a team go through their rookie contract with a, with a guy that's good that puts up good numbers and you win double digits and then say. Yeah, we're not going to give him $35 million a year. It's just not. We just keep raising the bar, and you're paying you're paying good to average quarterbacks elite money, 
and and I understand why they do it, but then we as fans expect them to play like the other guys that should be making forty million dollars, and then we get pissed off when they when they don't. And the reality is, they, they weren't that good. They the weren't place. that good in the first place. They yeah. just went that way because the the Joe Flacco thing. No one had a problem when Joe Flacco won the Super Bowl and he was making eleven million dollars. But then he was like, "Well, crap! I want twenty nine, which at the time was like the most ridiculous number." And people were like, "Well, he, he won a Super Bowl and and he deserves well, it." And that so they was give, all just good timing. Yeah, but we do this all the you time. Had to pay him. Yeah, where we get to it and 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 we'll pay a guy. Wait and see. This next young group of quarterbacks that everyone's in love with, right? Wait a couple years when they're all making $45 million. We all love Justin Herbert, and I, like, he's a phenomenal talent. When Herbert comes up, Herbert's going to make $40, 45000000 because the cap's going to keep going up. Trevor. Trevor will be one of these guys. And wait until Herbert gets another three years and they don't win playoff games, and someone's going to be like, oh, what the hell? We're paying him $45 mil and he can't win. What about Tua? Boy. Well, is he going to get paid like that? <sighs> Daniel Jones? Jones, yeah. You know, Geno Smith? Justin Fields? Yeah. Well, there's a lot of these guys. Geno and, and Daniel well, Jones, apparently, again, they want 30. Are you going to pay Daniel Jones 30? I will if I, again, I, I think my line of demarcation is, can I win a Super Bowl with him? Daniel Jones, I don't know that I can. I, I don't know that I would pay him. Geno Smith, I don't know that I would pay him. Uh, Dak, I, I, I get it. I'd pay him. Like somebody said, um, and they already have, of course, but it said, uh, if you put Dak on the Niners, are they the Super Bowl favorites? I think it's close. I, I, look, yes, I think they're viewed Different like maybe. the Eagles are, if not better. I think so. Yeah, and I think that he could be coached with those weapons mm-hmm. in a better scheme with a better coordinator. I think, he, but that's that's really just that's sort of the juxtaposition with Dak is would he or would he be the problem because he just <laughs> makes those two mistakes or the those three errors that kill you? That kill you. Yep. Whereas Brock Purdy. As as shaky as he was a little bit yesterday, right? Give him credit. He he faced the most pressure he had faced all season since he started, and he did not turn it over once to the to the to a Dallas defense that creates more turnovers the last two seasons than any team in the NFL. Yeah. And he did not turn it over. Yep. And that's really just it. So would Dak face that kind of pressure and turn it over? Because that really does seem to be kind of his bugaboo yeah. to the point where maybe they can't win a Super Bowl with Dak, even if they dial in this roster. Maybe they can't. It's going to be... Because Jones, see, Jones, you brought up Daniel Jones. He's a turnover machine. Yeah, except for this and year. And he was better this year. You know, under, but under, still, under Dable. Uh, that's, the, that's the thing that worries me. Yeah. Winston, Jones, Dak... It's those guys. I just I would much rather have a less dynamic guy who is just more solid and steady and uh, and I'm trying to think of who that is. Um, I'm looking at the list. It's tough. It is tough in this league. A tanning <sighs> in this league, you either have one of the five or six dudes, or you don't. And when you get one of them, you hold on for dear life because it's really, really effing hard. Not Garoppolo, right? <laughs> I tell you, it's like tough. Is, is Garoppolo better? Is, are the Cowboys better with Garoppolo? No. No. No, they're not. Cowboys had a great offense But with they're that. better with Carr? I think I would take Carr. But I'll bet you even with that, I bet, they're about the same. I bet we're still having the same conversation, you know? Very interesting. Yeah, because they're not 
they're not that guy. And we all want to compare him to, look who's left standing right now, right? We got Burrow, Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, yeah. who turned into that guy, and then the one well, outlier is Brock Purdy. Isn't the Hurts thing, although Dak's older, he's like almost 30. Yeah. And he just stopped running. Yeah. I mean, he used to be able to, to run a little bit. He was a lot more dynamic. But he doesn't do that anymore. Nope. I was going to say Hurts, because Hurts, you know, he did turn into that guy, and we didn't think he was that guy. Yep. And this year. And he... so did Josh Allen. So, I mean, there is hope sure. for that, but I don't think at no, 30. No, I, I think Dak is what he is at this point. All right. And Cowboy fans get used to disappointment, so. Let's talk about the end of that game. <laughs> okay. Can we? Yeah, yeah, we can talk about it. What was McCarthy doing? I don't know. What is he always doing? <laughs> What is he ever doing? <laughs> well, that's Kellen Moore called that, right? Uh, and we love him. I don't no, I'm talking about clock management. Oh, yeah. It wasn't Kellen Moore. It was yeah. stupid-ass McCarthy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we'll get to that next. Uh, we on a, What time is it? Uh, 5.35. Oh, yeah. Here's Buckwiss Sports Center. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Here's another question. So we were asking, would the Niners be better with Dak? Would would the Cowboys be better with Sean Payton? 100%. Oh, you think so? Yeah. With this same roster? Yeah. I think you can look at what, again, look no further than Brian Dable, right? What Brian Dable did for Daniel Jones and what Josh Allen has had happen to him this year. And, and look, Buffalo was, was good. They won 13 games and had one of the better offenses in the league. But you can't tell me that, that Josh Allen wasn't affected by Dable leaving. And Daniel Jones certainly looked a lot better with Dable. And I look at Dak and, and you know, whether it's it's Garrett or Kellen Moore, and I'm not saying that there's like, you know, no no good coaches there in Dallas, but one of the better offensive minds and quarterback minds that we've seen in the NFL in 15 years, yeah, I would say that, that would go a long way to helping a guy like Dak Prescott. I think you can say that about coaching in general across the league, and yet a lot of times it's not viewed that way. Like, if I'm going to spend money on a middle-of-the-road quarterback or one of those guys that is outside of the top six or seven, dude, my first priority after that is making sure that I have the brightest offensive mind, and I'll pay him. Like, the the Lions, right? We all love Dan Campbell this year. And and Dan, you know, sets the tone of that. Who's responsible for their big success on the offensive side of the ball? They had one of the best offenses in the league this year. You don't think that Ben Johnson, their OC, has something to do with that? If I'm the Detroit Lions, and I know Ben interviewed and, and nothing happened, so he's coming back, I would pay that guy, like, hey, whatever someone's offering you as a head coach, right, someone's going to offer you the average salary of five and a half, how about I just pay you five and a half to be the offensive coordinator here and you can wait for a better job? And then if you like the dream job opens up, fine. 
pay to keep people that are running good offenses and defense. Same thing with DeMarco Ryans in San Francisco. Whatever he wants to say and be my DC, and I'm probably not going to keep him because that guy is going to be a head coach soon. But whatever I can do to keep these guys, coaching is just, we just don't think about it as much as we should. And it's like, well, it was Dak or it's CeeDee Lamb. And a lot of the times, Dak and CeeDee Lamb are good enough when put with the right coach. And when we don't have one, see Russell Wilson and freaking Nathaniel Hackett, watch Sean Payton go into Denver and all of a sudden Russ look like the old Russ. And we'll see what coaching can do. And that's a guy that's eventually going to be a Hall of Famer. Hell yeah, Sean Payton would make the Cowboys better. What do you think? Sean Payton would make the Bills better. And I'm not saying oh. to, I'm not saying fire Sean McDermott. Sean McDermott's a hell of a coach. Are you saying fire Mike McCarthy? I, if Sean Payton wants my job. If I'm, he, he wants the Dallas If I'm job. Jerry Jones, or if who owns the Bills, uh, the old family? Um, well, no, I they, have no they, they idea. sold. I didn't. Well, it used to be Ralph Wilson. Yeah, they, yeah the Wilsons. They, they, they sold. I'm saying if I'm Buffalo and I'm looking at this and I lost a bowl, or if I'm Dallas and I'm Jerry Jones and I'm like, oh my god, I'm about to die. I don't care. Like money shouldn't be an issue. And I like McDermott, and I think McDermott's really good. And McCarthy isn't a bad coach either. He's won a Super Bowl. But if Sean Payton wants to come in and coach my offense and coach my quarterback, my elite quarterback in Josh Allen, who I want to get back to an MVP, or my good quarterback that I'm trying to make good enough to win a Super Bowl, yes, Sean, come coach my guys. So McCarthy on that last punt, they I, I went and watched that again today. They... Got uh, they were stopped with two forty three on the clock. Yes, the Cowboys deep in their own territory. They punted with two thirteen, mm-hmm. and he had all three timeouts in the two minute warning. You think they could have used thirty seconds at the end of the game? One would think it's possible. So help me with that one. I what are they doing there? I can't. Do you follow the surrender index where it, it grades people's punts and whether they should have surrendered oh, yeah. the ball or yeah. not? Yeah, the surrender yeah. index. So is, the is surrender wonderful. index says Dallas, Dallas decided to punt from their 18 on fourth and 10 with 205 remaining in the fourth while losing 12-19. It rates as the in the 86th percentile of cowardly punts of the 2022 season. <laughs> <laughs> so they they want him to go for it there? Yeah. I think they were smart to punt because you had all three timeouts. I think because of the timeouts you had warning. to. And the two-minute warning, but you got to use a timeout to, to so, save to save clock, yes. yeah. Because then you could have stopped them. Like if now the Niners are smart and they got a first down, yeah. And you knew Shanahan was going to be aggressive, maybe at some point in there. But so there's no guarantees you stop them. Like some teams would just lay down, run it three times, and punt and rely on their defense. Yeah. You knew Shanahan maybe wouldn't do that, so it was a little dicey. But if you call a timeout at two forty three. And then run your punt team out there. Saves you. You can get the ball back before before the two minute warning. Yes, I don't understand it either. And instead, and, they get it back with no timeouts in forty five seconds. Well, even when they got that, I'm trying to look and see when they had it. There's still no sense of urgency. This is the other one. I, I it drives me crazy with uh, with clock management. You get it back there with whatever time you have on the clock, and the idea is, well, this drive is to end the game, so you can be nonchalant. No, you got to go because there is a chance if it's not working, right, you still have all your timeouts. You still have the ability to kick it away. But because you were jacking around being all nonchalant and then not calling the timeout, you put yourself in a a, a dire situation. Yeah, because you have to... You have to account for the fact that you will have no timeouts when you get it back. And it's it's almost impossible. And they never do. It's almost impossible in this league without any timeouts. Yeah. 
It really limits you what think, you can do, unlike college, because it doesn't stop on the first down. And yeah. even now we saw this, and I can't say that I 100% knew this, um, you have to be moving forward going out of yeah. bounds for them to even Yeah, that blow one, it. I thought that was interesting. Because I have seen it before that I've wondered where I, I'm like, God, he got out of bounds and they're winding the clock, and I guess I've always been like, why? Why is that? I guess because he got shoved out, and I. but I guess that is what it is. If you don't have forward momentum, they say wind the clock. Because his forward progress got stopped by the defender before he went out, that's why they continued to, to run it. So do you think they would have gone for two uh, <laughs> if they scored? Because of the even, Maher thing? I hadn't even thought about it, but that would be... Oh, man, what a good question, though. <laughs> I think they would. Well, That's I, tough. I don't, because he had, he, he, had, he had redeemed himself. He had made field well, goals. Well, he made two field goals, but the extra point would have, it was, it was not going to go in. No. When I saw that that thing was blocked, I was like, oh, that's not his fault. It got blocked by a guy like yeah. at the left guard. Yeah. That thing was taking a hard left. He shanked it. Yes. So for whatever reason, the field goal situation, easier for him than the extra point situation... What would be it would be the most Dallas Cowboy thing ever if they drive down and score and then Maher misses the game tying extra point? It would be the greatest Cowboy, like, well, maybe the Romo extra point, but yeah, it goes, it up, would go with it that. goes up there in the and then you, you know, you would imagine how much heat McCarthy would be taking if that happened. <laughs> what people would be like, what are you doing? Why are you running him out there? He hasn't made an extra point in a, in a year, <laughs> by the way. So I think you got to go for it. I, I was thinking that Dallas. If they got down there and scored the tutty, they would have gone for two. They would have had to. It's possible. You can't. No, dude, you cannot take your chances with Maher. <laughs> it would have you been. You can't. It would have been awesome to see, but we didn't oh have to God. because they got it back with no time. By the way, two fifty two when they snapped that ball when Dak got sacked and they punted it at two oh five. Yeah, I just said that. Yeah, I I, I thought you said like thirty. It seconds. was two forty three to two thirteen. Two thirteen. It was thirty seconds. I mean, realistically, realistically, you know, but yeah. yes, it's uh, pretty, pretty, pretty absurd. Yep. And then you got to run that sweet end of game play with whatever the hell that thing was. Well, hey, Zeke Elliott, play him at center next year. <laughs> Lord knows he can't run the ball. <laughs> I'm going to look and see what, because what, he, he, he has one of, and has one of the worst contracts in the NFL, but that thing has to be coming to an end. He's been on that I thing. Don't know. He's been on that thing for a while. He's god awful. I mean, God, I've never seen somebody so slow. It'd be like, I almost feel like it looks like what it would look like if I were out there. <laughs> it's like he's running in two feet of water. Oh, it is. You know? And then like, he tries he to do, anywhere. he tries to do these little cuts where it's like, dude, you can't even, you can't move, much less cut. The The problem is, is that with, with backs, and, and, and this happens all the time, you're used to being, it. he's been able to get away with that for 20 years. Not and, anymore. And when it goes... Someone was talking about Lamar Jackson in this and and just, you know, guys that are, are athletic freaks. And there's an old adage. It was the, the one of the guys on the Moving the Chains, the NFL, uh, the NFL Network show. And it was a really good point, and it kind of made me chuckle. Uh, he's like an old personnel guy. And he said, there's, there's an adage in the NFL that people forget. He said, you don't get faster in the NFL. Never happens. You only get slower. Every year in the league, you're slower and slower. And some guys do a better job of, of staving it off, but everyone gets slower. And the guys that can't adjust to it, you end up being you end up being Zeke. By the way, they can move off of him um, this year and, and do an $11 million hit, split it up over two years. You can move on from him and take a $5 million and a $6 million hit the next two years. If Dallas is smart, clear that damn thing off your books. You know, it sucks with Pollard. You know, hopefully he's still ready to go, but it, it's time to move on because if you're committed to Dak 
you just have to do a better job of filling out a more complete roster. And you can't be paying elite money to a a washed-up back who's not even close to the best back on your team. All right, we'll wrap up the divisional dookie with uh, Chiefs-Jags talk next on The Fan. Okay, I'm, I'm doing some quick math here. But don't worry, I'm using the calculator on my phone. So uh, remember this number, 213. 213. Okay. You got it. Be right with you. Uh, Chiefs beat the Jags. Go. What do you mean, Chiefs beat the Jags? Did you watch the game? I did watch the game. The Chiefs beat the Jags. Oh, I need you to talk while I'm finishing oh, my, oh. my stats here. Okay. This is one that even with Pat Mahomes going down, I thought the Chad Henning drive, look, that kind of ended it. Like you, when, when he was able to take that, I think he took it 98 yards and went down the field and scored. Jacksonville is a good, solid young team. And, and Lawrence, after the game, even said as much that this is the this is the beginning, this isn't the end. When I look at, at Jacksonville... You know, and it ended up being a ended up being a close game, but Jacksonville wasn't on the level with the with the Chiefs. A little bit like I'm not gonna say they're the Giants, um, because the Giants I, I think have way more holes than Jacksonville. But if I look at Jacksonville, young talented quarterback, offensive line isn't very good. Cam Robinson was out, and he's arguably not an elite left tackle. But you got some decent skill position players there, a good young core on defense. The linebackers have to get a lot better, but there's some youth and some talent there. You have an elite edge rusher and not a lot of free agents. So this for Jacksonville is one of those where I think you're over the you're over your skis. That you made the playoffs, you play in a bad division, so this is something that should be an expectation for you. But you're probably still a draft or two in a free agency pool away from being able to compete. On, on, on a serious basis with the likes of Cincinnati and Kansas City well, and, and, and Buffalo and teams like that. That may be right. I don't really compare them to the Giants, though. Uh, far from it. I mean, look, they turned it over twice in the last six minutes, or they were right there. I mean, they fumbled on in the five-yard line, and then Lawrence threw a, uh, an interception. If they don't do that, I mean, they, they got a chance to steal that game. So I don't think that's anything like the Giants. But, yes, they're probably not. Obviously, they're not at the well, and I, Super Bowl level. And I yet, did but. say that the Giants was more, the Giants have a bigger set of issues from a roster standpoint. I was saying to the term of they got to this point, they're in the divisional round. They're not real contenders. They're just not. And Jacksonville is not a real contender at this point. But you're right in that Jacksonville is much better off because you have an emerging star quarterback in Trevor Lawrence, who I think is on the precipice of being one of those top 10 guys, maybe becoming one of those five or six guys that's truly elite. And you have an elite head coach. There's a lot to like in Jacksonville. But you can't just go off of in Jacksonville saying, well, we're going to win the division every year because that division stinks. But Jacksonville should be able to feast on that division for for years to come, you look at it, Tennessee, you don't know what the hell is happening there, especially with their quarterback situation, and Henry's getting older. Indy's a mess. Houston might be the worst franchise in in the NFL. Jacksonville should win that division, and they were, what, 9-8 and eight this year. They should win that division every year for the next five or six years, which means you're in the playoffs every year, you have a home playoff game, but you shouldn't be disappointed if you're a Jacksonville fan at all that you got bounced because like I said, you're probably a year or two away yeah. from being a serious contender. It did feel like house money. Yes. As opposed to, um, but you know, uh, the Bengals felt like house money last year and then they made it all the way to the Super Bowl. So yeah. I don't know. Um, two thirteen. Okay. Was that the number that I, two thirteen was the number that's Zeke Elliott's rush yards. The last, um, how many games was that? One, two, three, four, five, 
Six games, okay? Yikes. Guess how many... Uh, so that's what... Uh, 35 a game. Yeah, that's robust. Guess how many carries. 213 yards. 213 yards. Well, now i got to break out my calculator and see where that's at because he is... Uh, my guess is that his average... So let's say... Just throw out a number. I'm going to say that's going to be on like 60 to 65 carries. 85 carries. <laughs> yards per carry. I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt and saying that he went like for three and a half. So when he picks up three yards on a run, just know it stretches his average. Move on. Time to move on. That guy's awful. It's time to move on. So the Chiefs have now gone to five straight AFC title games. To go along with Andy Reid's five straight NFC title games. Didn't win a Super Bowl there in Philly. Won one in Kansas City. Well, that's wild to think he's done that in both conferences. Yeah. Yeah, Andy Reid's really good. He's two and two in those with uh, Kansas City, and um, one final NFL divisional dookie note: Did you see that C.J. Gardner Johnson of the Eagles got his car stolen after the game? I did not. It's a Kia. First of all, he drives a Kia from the uh, from the players' parking lot. Uh, I don't know. I, I I don't have sound on because we're you know yeah, hosting a show yeah, and stuff. Yeah. But he posted it on his uh, social media, and I just caught wind of it here. I got to watch it in the break, but. Um, He's like, that's how he basically says, this is how you celebrate our win? Taking my damn car? <laughs> well, and that's, you know, yeah, maybe it's a nice Kia. Like those Kia Tellurides, that's a that's a nice SUV. I doubt it's a Kia Rio, right? And maybe he's one of those guys that uh, likes to save money. Maybe he's got a deal with Power Kia of Philadelphia. All right, that's all we have time for. We got to run. We got to run to the club. You guys want to go to the club? Uh, Nemec's over there. He's doing Monday nights now? Uh, yeah, yeah, recruiting show is Monday nights unless we have uh, some sort of odd basketball conflict. Right. Or a holiday. So if you want sports, it's coming up in an hour. Up next, Eminem Talk. And I have great audio for you. I love great audio. It's a competition that you... There's no way on earth you would know that this existed and it really shouldn't exist is that what we're oh well you'll be the judge of that okay yeah it can be useful to some it appears <laughs> yes it is uh, 559 on the fan this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.